0: Hey mama, so uh, this month I really decided that I wanted to focus in on visibility and the reason why is that earlier this year I seriously struggled to land clients like I'm telling you I was in such a dry space like (laughs) it was just really bad like my leads were non-existent like it was bad. And I thought it was because of my messaging and that maybe my offers weren't good enough. Maybe I wasn't, you know, having enough, you know, value or providing enough value in my offers. When the reality was that no one knew who I was, I was not focusing on visibility, and visibility is a huge part of building a successful business. And so, I like had a light bulb moment and I decided to really get serious about getting visible this year. And it has paid off. Not only have I, you know, been able to sign some of my dream clients, but I also grew my community. And you guys, as I mentioned in previous episodes, like you guys tell me what you want from me. And so I've really been able to. Leverage a few different visibility strategies. And I really focused on getting visible off of social media. Now, there's going to be a whole nother episode on this um, in the coming weeks. So I'm not going to dive into that right now. But really getting focused on getting visible off of social media has been such a game changer for me. And so the visibility strategies that I'm going to be talking about this month. Are ones that are going to help you get visible outside of social media. And I feel like it's really important to focus on this. So, again, in a coming episode, I will talk more about it then. But today we're going to be talking about podcast guesting for increasing your visibility. So, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mama Turn Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, a wife, mama of two, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and producer. This is a podcast for the mama who is burnt out trying to build her business on social media. You're tired of putting in so much time and energy, marketing your business on social media, only to hear crickets and barely get any engagement on your posts. You don't have time to waste as a busy mama, and you need an effective way to generate leads for your business. Well, mama, you're in the right place. On this podcast, I will be giving you the inside scoop on how to create a podcast that generates consistent leads for your business on autopilot, mixed in with some mompreneur hacks and tips for growing your business as a busy mama. So grab your coffee, your notebook and pen, put in those earbuds and let's dive in. Okay, y'all. so my husband is off work today. Um, I had him take off because I needed him to watch our daughter. So that way I could take my son in to have a few things done with him. And so I'm taking advantage of this time. So I'm really trying to get ahead on things. Um, Yeah, so I'm batch recording some episodes. But anyways, uh, we're going to talk about podcast guesting. Now, I love guesting on podcasts. It's probably one of my favorite ways to collaborate with other business owners. And just I love creating podcast content in general. So it makes sense, right? And this year alone, I have guested on about 13 or 14 different podcasts, which I like sat down last night and made a list of all the podcasts that I've guested on. And I was just like, oh, wow, I did not realize it was that many. And I think there were more that I probably can't remember, but it's at least 13 or 14 that I've guested on. Now, not all of the episodes have aired yet, but many of them have. And this has really been a great strategy for helping me build my authority as a podcasting expert, podcasting strategist for mom business owners. But it's also really helped me to get my name out there and grow my community. And so I feel like podcast guesting is one of those things where people know about it, but they don't really leverage it to the best of their ability. So, like, let's talk about why podcast guesting is even an effective strategy in the first place. So, again, it's really great for increasing your visibility. So, think about it this way one, you're leveraging someone else's audience, you're getting in front of people who you're not currently getting in front of. Now, yeah, you may have some overlap with your audience and their audience. But if you are new to getting visible and you don't really have an audience, you are literally leveraging someone else's audience. The other thing is, too, is that as podcast hosts, when we have someone on our podcast, when we're doing our due diligence, we vet these people out. And in a sense, having someone as a guest on our podcast is Putting our stamp of approval on them is basically telling our audience, hey, I trust this person. I see them as the go-to person for this. I want to do this introduction, get to know them. And so the host is vouching for you. They're telling their audience like, hey, this person is the person you need to go to for whatever their area of expertise is. And so it's giving you that credibility without you having to do much, in a sense. It also allows you to network. So like back in episode 106, I really talked about how I've used my podcast to network with other business owners and really build those relationships. And you're able to do that when you guest on other people's podcasts. It's like... A much easier way, in my opinion, to network because you're having that one-on-one conversation, you and the host and everything, getting to know each other and building that relationship. And you also are able to build referral partnerships. I mentioned this again back in episode 106, where a lot of the guests that come on my show, we become referral partners for one another. And you guys have heard me, like, for instance, with Kylie Kelly, I talk about her and the Spotlight Club quite a bit on this podcast, and I've become a referral partner for her, but she's also talked about me um she recently um did a audio summit and she shared about how you know I'm part of her membership and how I was able to host my first bundle and You know, bring in so many subscribers through that bundle, but she mentioned that I'm a podcast strategist. She didn't have to put that out there, but she did. And so people who are listening to it, they're like, Oh, okay. There's someone named Andrea. That's a podcast strategist. So it's like little things like that. Like you don't think about it in the moment, but it really benefits you. So building those relationships and podcast guesting can do that for you. Another thing is too, which I mentioned again, is that you can at times, you know, the podcast that you guest on, the host may end up becoming a client of yours. Now, I do want to say this. Do not go into these podcast interviews with the mindset like, Oh, I'm going to make the host my client. That is not the purpose. Like that should not be your number one mission because it's really gross. It's really icky. Like, you want to build a genuine connection with this person and, you know, build that relationship, get to know them and everything. And you guys can collaborate in different ways. And then if it makes sense, if it feels right, it could be that that person ends up becoming your client or vice versa. Cause I've had that happen too, where I've become clients of the people who've been a guest on my podcast. So it really makes this whole visibility thing a whole lot easier and much more manageable. And that is partly why I believe this is a really great strategy for mom business owners. When we have little ones at home, our capacity is limited because we are pouring into our little ones. And if you have kids in the zero to five age range, you know (laughs) They are, they take a lot out of us. They, it's a beautiful thing being a mom, but let's be real. It can be a lot of times they require a lot of us because they're solely dependent on us. And so as you're growing your business, you have to look at different visibility strategies that are actually going to work for you in the sense of not require more of your time, your energy, your effort. And so. I like to call podcast guesting a bare minimum strategy. Now, Kay Hillman, she has coined this term of, you know, doing the bare minimum in your business. And I used to be against it because it felt like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. No girl, you're doing too much. (laughs) You need to chill out because all you're doing is running yourself into the ground. And so Podcast guesting allows you to do the bare minimum, but still yield incredible results. Because if you think about it, the whole process of being a podcast guest, all you have to do is search for podcasts that serve your ideal audience. You have to figure out what your key topics or signature topics are going to be. You know, map those out and you should have about three to four because usually when you are filling out an application, they will ask you what are the three to four topics you can speak on. You have to have a headshot, a short bio. And so basically that's all the information you're going to plug into the guest application. So that's your whole pitch process. Now you could do an email pitch and there will be times where you have to do it because The person doesn't have an application. But nowadays, I've seen most people, especially if they are accepting guests, they already have an application process set up. So you do that, you get accepted on the show, you show up, record the interview. And then after that, you just have to promote it and they provide the promotional graphics for you. So and I've even seen it where some podcast hosts, especially if they request that you, you know, email your list and Different things like that, they will provide the email copy, the social media copy, like some of them go above and beyond. So it really doesn't require much on your part other than showing up, answering the questions, being engaging. But also, you do want to have a strategy behind it. You want to make sure that there are a few things that you're clear on um, and how you're actually going to leverage this to work in your favor. And we'll get into that next. But that is the bare minimum. You're not having to do a whole bunch to get your name out there, increase your visibility, you know, build your authority. Now, one thing I want to say is because I've seen this happen with my podcast and other podcasts that I've pitched myself to be on. Don't be discouraged like as you're going into, you know, Select the date and time of your interview. Don't be discouraged if the times available don't work for you. My recommendation is to contact the host, let them know what your availability is. And most podcast hosts are willing to accommodate you, especially if you are someone who is really going to bring value to their audience. Um, And I get it, you know, I myself for my interviews, I've let my guests know you know, that my availability right now is mostly on the weekends. There's sometimes during the week where it happens, like my husband may be off or my mom may be available and I have someone to take the kids so I can do the interview, but I let them know ahead of time, like, hey, my availability is mostly on the weekends. Now, if there's a specific weekend that you know for sure would work best for you, let me know and I can check my availability and we can make it work. But the main thing is that you communicate that. So I just wanted to share that with you guys because I've seen it come up and people be like, oh, you know, there are times that they have, they don't work for me. But most podcast hosts, especially if they are moms too, they get it and they'll most likely be willing to accommodate you. So, The other thing is that like why this is a really great strategy for mompreneurs in that you're creating evergreen content, meaning that people can find your episode weeks, months, or even years after the episode has published. So I want to give two examples. So Alex Edwards, she was a guest on my podcast back in episode 24 And then we also did a follow-up in episode 79. So after episode 24 aired, I want to say it was like maybe one to two weeks after it went live, she landed a client from that interview. The woman was looking for a Squarespace web designer. She had just, you know, signed up for Squarespace was planning to build the website on her own, got into it and was like, nope, I need to hire someone and outsource it. And from there, she looked in the podcast player apps. No, actually, I take that back. Someone like her friend or something said, hey, check out this podcast. Now, it wasn't my podcast. It was another podcast um, where they were talking about, I think, Squarespace web design. And then in the recommended episodes, the interview Alex did with me showed up as one of the recommended podcasts. And the woman decided to check it out. Absolutely loved Alex from like what she heard in the interview, reached out to her and ended up working with Alex to get her Squarespace web design or get her Squarespace website built. That's how easy it was. And then another example is Kylie Kelly. I talk about Kylie a lot on the podcast because her spotlight club has been so impactful in really helping me grow my email list and really start to understand how to effectively use email marketing in my business Now, she recently had someone reach out to her saying, hey, I heard you on the Mama Turn Mompreneur podcast and I want to learn more about the Spotlight Club. And her episode aired back in July and this person reached out to her. I want to say it was like, it was in October. So again, your episodes, it's evergreen. As long as what you spoke about in that interview is still relevant, still strategies that are being implemented, people can find you weeks, years, months after the episode has gone live. So it's like you basically put out this piece of content that you don't have to edit. You don't have to do anything for. You just have to record it and then people will find you especially if the host does a really good job of leveraging SEO. So, that is why this is a really great visibility strategy for mom business owners. Now, if you're like, okay, Andrea, I'm filling this whole podcast guesting thing, what's next? Well, there are things that you want to consider before you pitch yourself. Now, before I get into that, I do want to say On Friday, I'm dropping an interview that I did with Amanda Bennett. She is the queen of podcast guesting and she really provides some really great strategies for pitching yourself and doing it in a way so that you're getting yeses. Um, And so I definitely recommend listening to that, but I also do support my clients with this. I, like I said, I've gotten on Fourteen podcasts this year, and I will say too that as I've been doing more, I've started to have more people reach out to me and asking me to be a guest on their podcast. Now that can be a whole another episode in and of itself, so I'm not going to dive into that. But if that is something that you are looking for support with, I have a offer that I am dropping just for Black Friday where we can map out your visibility strategy. So if that is something you want support with so that you can actually start leveraging podcast guesting in 2024 to increase your visibility, I highly recommend that you get on my email list so that way you can get access to this Black Friday special because my email list, they are getting access to everything first for Black Friday And once it's gone, it's gone because there are limited spots available for each of the offers I'm dropping for Black Friday. So I just wanted to put that plug in. So if that's you, if you want to get on the email list, click the link in the show notes or right below in the episode description and get on the email list. But things you want to consider before pitching yourself. One, will guesting on the podcast you're thinking about pitching yourself to Is it going to get you in front of your ideal clients? Now, the reason why you want to really be clear on this is because we're not just getting on podcasts to get on podcasts. You really want to make sure you're getting in front of your ideal clients. So that way you can see that return on investment. If you're just getting on any and every podcast and it's not putting you in front of your ideal clients, you're not gonna see those results. You're not gonna see those conversions and everything. So, we're working smarter, not harder. So, really being clear and making sure that this podcast is targeting your ideal audience. Next, what topics are you going to pitch to the host? And you wanna remember to always lead with value. So, really getting clear on okay, what topics can I speak on? that are actually going to benefit the podcast host audience because that's what we care about as podcast hosts. We want to know that you are going to bring value to our audience. So you want to make sure you're clear on that. The other thing is too, is during the interview, yes, you're demonstrating your expertise, but you want to make sure you are plugging in where people need to go. What do they need to do next? How can they get into your world? And don't wait until the end of the interview when the podcast host will ask, how can my audience connect with you? Don't wait till then. You want to bring it up earlier. Of course, making sure it's natural, like it makes sense for you to put that plug in, but really getting clear on that. Do you want them to join your email list? Do you have your own podcast and you want to invite them to your podcast community? Do you want them to... Follow you on Instagram so that way they can engage with your stories or have a conversation with you in the DMs. Do you have a Facebook community? So really getting clear on what is your lead magnet, in a sense, going to be? How are you going to get them into your world? And then finally, something you want to think about too is you don't want to necessarily like do a hard sell or a hard pitch in your interview. And the reason why is that this is still a cold audience. Now, they're gonna be slightly warmer because, again, the host is giving you that vouch of approval, but you don't wanna hard sell. So you can talk about your offers in the sense of, you know, if the host asks you a question related to something that you support your clients with, you can share a client example and say, you know, I supported my client in my such and such offer and these were the results that we were able to achieve or, you know, something like that. That's soft selling. You don't want to go in hard like, okay, these are my offers. This is how much they are. This is where you can go to find out more. Because again, it's a cold audience. They're not going to be as receptive. So talk about your client wins. Talk about how you support your clients and name your offers, but leave it at that. So, I hope that these, you know, this breakdown of podcast guesting was really helpful for you. Again, be sure to tune into Friday's episode where you can hear from the queen of podcast guesting herself, Amanda Bennett, and hear all of her amazing strategies on pitching yourself to be a guest on a podcast and different things like that. Like, it was such an amazing conversation, and I honestly can't wait for it to go live. Um, So stay tuned for that. That drops on Friday. And again, if you are looking for that one-on-one support and really building out your visibility strategy and you want podcast guesting to be a part of it, get on my email list. So that way you can learn about this amazing offer that I have available just for Black Friday. All right. So I will catch you in the next episode, mama. Mama, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. Whether you're a podcaster ready to create podcast content that attracts her dream clients or a mama that's ready to stop the social media burnout and simplify her marketing through podcasting, I can support you. Head on over to mamaturnmompreneur.com forward slash connect to submit an interest form so we can chat about how I can best support you. All right, mama, I will talk to you again soon.